Last week on HPH, we began the story of Alexander the Great, widely known as one of the best generals in all of history. We told you about his birth, his youth, and his rise to power. This week, we're taking a look at his war against the Persians and the establishment of his empire. And, not to spoil the show in the intro, but Alexander did die, and we'll tell you all about that too. It's time once more to gather your adult beverages and join us on our eastward march in this episode of Hunter Proof History, titled Alexander the Great, Part 2, Grease Lightning. This is Hundred Proof History. We're drinking whiskey and talking history. So, grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy a few laughs as the guys talk about all the horrible things people do to each other. Here are your hosts... Chris and Greg. Howdy, y'all. That's my Greek accent for... Oh, it's good. For Alexander, too. I like it. Thank you. You know, all these shows that show historical fiction or even the truth, they like to do the British accent. Who's to say it wasn't a Southern accent? And they didn't say howdy. (laughs) And folks. Yeah. (laughs) Not from around these parts, are you, Persian fuck? He spits his tobacco out onto Ding! the, <laughs> the spittoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually, uh, I was looking for the pronunciation of a name. It's pronounced Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> and I will go to YouTube, as I often do for pronunciations. And it was from a clip from the movie. Alexander. (laughs) And it was like a five-minute clip, and I was like, God, this is an awful movie, but I'm going to go ahead and watch the clip. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, oh, it's bad. That's the one, actually, Alexander's the one with Colin Farrell, right? He's Alexander? Correct. And he is, specifically who I'm referencing is, he'll have like this British accent, even though he's supposed to be Greek, and he's actually Irish. Yeah. (laughs) But like, when he yells... It sounds super fucking Irish. It's just like, oh my God. What? Like, how did the director not be like, no, cut. No, do that over. Just that part. Just like, it was so obvious. Like, God damn. Just looked at him. He's like, he's so beautiful. Like, I can't correct him. I just can't, you know. His eyebrows were very tamed in that movie compared to the normal wild child eyebrows that he has. Mm. It was probably some dude who had spent his whole career directing dog food commercials and this was his big break. It's like, oh, yeah, big old historical so it's epic. It's $300 million film yeah. right out of the gates. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, he's like, oh, God, working with the dogs is so much easier. They're always on point with their accents. You always know that Scottish Terrier. <laughs> that Scottish Terrier can be a, a Doberman pincher. Let me tell you, just cross right over with his fucking accent. Scottish Terrier just munching on haggis. <laughs> no, you're off. You're supposed to be Russian, you stupid fucking mutt. <laughs> Get in your kennel. <laughs> Can't say that to Colin Farrell. Nope. He'll think it's a sex thing. It'll come at you. Well, in case you don't recognize our beautiful, sexy, deep, very white, baritone voices. I guess he was a bass. Either way, if you don't recognize our voices, I am your hashtag sexy host, Chris. Don't wait for me to introduce myself. You will introduce me. You are my royal subject. I imagine this is how Alexander was. Ladies and gentlemen, His Majesty, Greg. Thank you. And you're welcome for my presence. (laughs) Oh, I wish I was Alexander. Yeah? I think it's uh, 
kind of the worst kept secret in history. He was likely a closeted homosexual. Probably not closeted. He was probably and out. him and I have a lot of things in common. <laughs> That's not one of them, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. We both like wine. We both like classical music. We... We'll both be dead before we see 40. <laughs> both like sucking that dick. Oh, oh. <laughs> sucking that delicious daiquiri. Yep. I somehow went more gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh well. yeah. Well, what can you do? Oh, well. Well, Greg, I'd like to once again remind our listeners that we are running a contest right now. Go leave us a review on iTunes and send us a picture of that review, either through social media at 100ProofHistory or through our email, 100ProofHistory, all spelled out at gmail.com, with a picture of the review. And you could be entered to win a framed photo of John F. Kennedy's motorcade as it went through Dallas, signed by Clint Hill, the Secret Service agent who was there the day he was assassinated. And it doesn't even have to be a good review. Be honest. But I'll find you and fucking kill you if it's bad. <laughs> but you'll still have the same amount of entries in the contest. Yeah, it's just like, uh, was that Jay and Bob Strike Back, the first one or whatever? Silent, Jay and Silent Bob? Yeah, Strike Back, where that's the end of the movie. Spoiler alert for a 20-year-old movie. <laughs> <laughs> they go around and just beat the shit out of all the kids that talk crap about them on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Re- read the reviews back to them before they fucking <laughs> curb stomp them. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was an underrated movie. That's the dream. Also, overrated. Okay, just covering both bases. <laughs> I was thinking about that today, covering both bases, because I started noticing you go on Twitter and you have these fake accounts. They're obviously fake accounts, and they have millions of followers, and yet we bust our ass on social media and in, on this podcast, and we have like six people who follow us. So, I figured out what it is. You got to take a political side. So, I'd like to say, whatever side you are on, listener, that's the side I'm on. And, uh, hell yeah. You know what? The other side, fucking idiots. Evil. They don't have souls. No, they want to ruin everything about everything you love. So, and if you disagree with me, you know, follow me and we'll, we'll have a conversation about it. How about that? See? That's smart. You'll probably find out that I'm on your side. Yeah. <laughs> All along. <laughs> yeah. Oh, especially if you pay me money. I'll do anything for a dollar. Oh, but especially if you pay me money. Christopher, what are you drinking today? Well, I'm continuing my theme of drinking the things that I have stashed in the waste basket behind my toilet, which is what I refer to as my quote-unquote liquor cabinet. And I'm going back to this one. It is Oak and Eden finished whiskey. It's a bourbon that is finished in a Cabernet uh, wine barrel, and it has this little oak spire they shove in the bottle as a gimmick. And I can't remember what show I drank this for, but since I had it, this oak spire has made this thing taste like you took a piece of oak wood, set it on fire, and then put it in a blender, and then drank it. So, you know, pretty, uh, pretty fucking terrible. But I'm going to finish the so bottle. So it actually ages in the bottle still. Yeah, it actually picks up some of that oak flavor from that little stave. That sounds like an awful idea. It's probably good if you don't take a year to drink it, but, uh, you know, pacing myself, so... I'm going to finish this bottle tonight and then throw up uh, an entire oak armoire tomorrow morning. Ooh. Yeah. Like dovetail cuts in it? Oh, yeah. It's going to have like inlaid glass and everything you can see inside. So 
It's going to be pretty. It's going to be nice. Greg, what are you drinking? Uh, I am also going back to the well and having that Ozu that I was drinking on the last episode. Oh, got to finish that shit. Yeah. Got to make room because I'm ready to not be drinking black licorice anymore. Fair enough. All right, listener. Well, uh, our source, as the, the same as it was the last episode, is Alexander the Great by Philip Freeman. Yep, uh, pretty solid book, like I said last week. Uh, I think we both came to this story thinking we knew a lot, and this book taught us a lot about the story. Like, picked up a whole lot that definitely Colin Farrell left out of his fucking movie while he was screaming about Michael Collins or Leprechauns or whatever the fuck he screamed about in Irish. You know, it's Gaelic. You can't understand that shit. Well, Greg, are you ready to finish the story of Alexander the Great? I cannot fucking wait. All right, let's do it. Let's finish, Alexander. Mm. I wish I worked in one of those seedy massage parlors. Mm -hmm. Alexander the Great comes in. He's my next customer. It's been a long shift. Mm -hmm. He lays down, and you can't advertise it, but you're just hoping. Will he ask for it? <laughs> Will he ask for the happy ending? Oh. You know, and you kind of make references at it. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, uh, what do you think of that movie, Up? You know, it's a, it a depressing start. But uh, sure did have a happy ending, Alexander. <laughs> you're whispering. As you're massaging his lower pelvis. Yeah, but your your face is right up against his ear. It's a happy ending, right? <laughs> make a little kiss in you wink, but you really want to like emphasize the wink, so you just end up doing it with both eyes. <laughs> and he thinks you're having a stroke. <laughs> I'm not having a stroke yet. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of stroke. Oh. When we left you last time, Alexander had risen to power and had led the Macedonian army out of Greece and into Asia to face the Persian Empire. The first major battle of this conflict came at the Granicus River in modern-day Turkey, where Alexander's aggressive tactics combined with the Macedonians' 18-foot spears, known as Saracus, led to a victory. Turkey sound effect. I've never seen a turkey, okay? We That's a rooster. You're just cock-a-doodle dude. Rooster is a turkey. A rooster is a male turkey, you dumb fuck. No, a rooster is a male chicken. I am the dumb fuck. <laughs> what is a male turkey called? I don't think it's called a rooster. Male turkey. A tom. It's called a tom. Mm. You know, the best part of toms that dick and hairy. <laughs> Stupid. Imagine a chicken with a fucking Big human hairy penis. <laughs> but it's fucking hairy as shit. <laughs> it's more disturbing because there's so much pubic hair. <laughs> Why does that chicken have hair? It's fucking weird. <laughs> It's like the reverse of the movie Rocky where he's trying to chase the chicken and catch it to prove how agile he is. <laughs> You're like climbing the fence at the petting zoo to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> oh, that's why they call them cocks. I get it. It makes sense now. Oh. This has been a learning adventure. <laughs> you might remember us telling you about a Persian general named Memnon last week. In case you don't, here's a refresher. He came up with an intelligent and practical plan to fight the Macedonians, and he was promptly told to go home and get his fucking shine box. 
It's Goodfellas, 1991. You're welcome, 14-year-old listener. <laughs> no, but it, it was a decent plan. His plan was let Alexander advance while you burn the ground, then sweep around and behind him in the sea and attack Greece. And they said, well, that's kind of like taking your life savings and putting it all in mutual funds, but what we want to do is do a line off the toilet. Penny stocks, motherfucker. Yeah, we just want to snort a line of cocaine, go drop like maybe half of our life savings on penny stocks, because, you know, if it, all it has to do is go up to a dollar, and you've a hundred times your investment. Then I'm going to take the other half, and I'm going to put it all on double zero at the roulette wheel. That's like fucking 36 to one payout, man. You're going to fucking bank. And uh, obviously it worked out for them, except they got their shit pushed in, and they lost their first battle. It definitely worked out, other than it not working out. <laughs> yeah, you know, they uh, they lost everything and uh, felt pretty pretty stupid. It was basically, every time I go to the fucking casino, <laughs> the worst fucking lucky casinos, man. It's almost like the odds are against you. Yeah, like they don't want you to win their money. Like, <laughs> dicks. No, that doesn't make sense. I know. But now that the Persians had lost their first battle, the great king Darius asked Memnon to take over command. Thank you for saying Darius. I just knew I was going to have to correct you. Darius, yeah. Uh-huh. Darius Rucker. <laughs> I only want to be with you. <laughs> I only want to take over ancient Greece, yeah. I'm country now for some reason, yeah. Makes all the country people feel better because I'm black, and now they know they support the black artist. They're okay. They're cool. <laughs> <laughs> that song needs some... You know, some workshopping. It doesn't really flow well, but, you know, it's country music. Nobody gives a shit. He says, throw in a few trucks and Jesus and the troops and some bears. And they're like, yeah, let's just, let's do this. That's awesome. <laughs> the first big clash between Alexander and Memnon came at Halicarnassus on the western Turkish coast. That's Turkey, wolf dick. <laughs> the city was heavily fortified by a massive wall two fortresses, and a harbor that could allow for the Persians to receive men and supplies. Mm. This battle would take months, with Alexander spending the majority of the time attempting to batter a hole in the wall. It's kind of like that movie, Shawshank Redemption, uh, where he's using the tiny hammer. Mm -hmm, the rock hammer. Yeah, but for Alexander, it was under, instead of one of the 1940 starlets, it was under a poster of his boy toy, Hephaestion. <laughs> <laughs> Man... I was thinking about this, like, Tim Robbins is really, really good in that role. Yeah? Like, because, you know, obviously you're, you're rooting for Andy Dufresne, the whole movie, but he does have this, like, air of smugness yeah, about he does. him. Yeah, You know what I mean? Which is exactly, I feel like, how that character would act. So, like, you're rooting for him, even though you sense that just latent smugness. I, I thought that was just a... Really good job on his yeah, part. Yeah, he did do good. And it's like, call it the smartest guy in the room syndrome. Mm hmm. You know, somebody who's overqualified for a job and just likes to act like he knows fucking everything. It's probably great in that situation, but he's probably nowadays the guy who gets on the internet and fucking argues with everyone on social media about how <laughs> smart he is. Like, each comment starts, Well, I have a master's in uh, sociology, so. I kind of know what I'm talking about here. They should definitely switch to the 3-4 defense. You know, they're not going to be able to stop anybody, stop the run with this 4-3 they're running. They're just going to have to switch that up a little bit. <laughs> He's just down there with his shitty internet and uh, Zay Wantaneo. 
<laughs> or him and Morgan Freeman escaped too. Oh, spoilers. Sorry. Yeah. Every fucking two weeks, he posts an update on his boat project on Reddit, and he gets a million upvotes. He thinks like people actually give a shit about him. He's like TikToking himself, drinking on the beach. Like you'll never catch me. <laughs> oh, that's Tim Robbins. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. yep. Is he still married to Susan Sarandon? Are they still together? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Well, I don't either. But I tell you what, I either agree or disagree with their very strong politics based on who's listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I take a more moderate approach, but still end up on the same side. That way, we can pretend to argue and come to the same conclusion. I like it. Well, Halicarnassus became a battle of attrition. It came to a head one night in the fall when two Macedonian guards got drunk, called each other pussies, and then rushed the gates. Ah, I love this image. I just, two guys, the whole two armies are there, and two guys are just fucking hammer drunk. It's like, bet you fucking won't. Bet you won't go up there. Playing grab ass. <laughs> yeah. Naked and oiled up. Yeah, he's like, waving his dick at the walls like take some of that he's like oh they can't hear you bitch go up closer he's like uh i don't know he's like i bet you fucking won't bitch go closer go go start some shit i got your back i got your back bro let's go i got your back he starts like rubbing his back a little bit (laughs) really encouraging him yeah no wave it slower i got your back (laughs) kisses his earlobe gets the guy courage enough to do it Oh, Greece was weird, man. So greasy. <laughs> That's why they called themselves that, because they just every day rub themselves down with Crisco before, you know, going to battle. <laughs> what smells like pie crust out here? It smells like pie crust and ball sweat. The country's cold, like KY warming liquid instead. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm using olive oil around your taint. It'll make it shine, and I can lick it off later because it's edible. <laughs> Better than that vegetable oil. <laughs> no trans fats here, I'll tell you what. Not that we're transphobic or anything. <laughs> oh, let's let that one die. <laughs> well, when they rushed the gates, it devolved into a full-fledged battle, and a ton of Persians were killed. Over the next few days, Alexander pressed the issue and personally led several attacks. Eventually, Memnon decided he had lost enough men and completely abandoned the city after setting it on fire. The Macedonians entered the walls, took what they wanted, and then finished burning it to the ground. They put all the fires out like, All right, guys, guys, stop the madness. There ain't fucking anything here. Burn the shit down. <laughs> well, knowing Alexander what happened, he's like, Okay, we gotta save these people. We gotta save them. Put the fires out, fellas. Put them all out. He's he's out there, and one guy looks at him and just gives him like the finger. He's like, "Okay, fucking kill everybody. Burns to the ground. We're done. Fuck this fucking place." <laughs> <laughs> Next, Alexander took the port of Telmesis without a fight. One story claims that Alexander hired a bunch of dancing girls to entertain the Persian generals there, and then once the generals were drunk, the girls slit their throats. But that's a uh, probably just a good. Fun story about how women use their sexuality to murder you. Hashtag me too. <laughs> now, our main source does point this out a couple of times. There's a couple of places in this story where they have two different accounts, and one of them is, the women trick the men into doing something stupid, and then they were punished for it. 
And the other ones are, the men were just fucking idiots and did something stupid. And he's like, I don't know which one happened, but a lot of times in these old, you know, Greek historians and Roman historians, they just like to blame women for fucking everything. Like, no, I guess they were a bunch of like incels and shit. They're just like, no, there's no way Osama bin Laden ordered that. He must have been told by a woman that would impress her. Like, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Moment of silence for 9-11. Moment over. Continuing on. As he moved further into Asia, Alexander was attacked by a tribe known as the Marmares, who lived in a rock fortress on top of a hill. When it became clear they were going to lose the fight, the Marmare warriors killed their own wives and children, burned down their houses, and then ran away like the brave heroes they were. Yeah, but did they actually? I don't know. The victor's right to history. That's all I'm saying. That's true. But I do like to imagine they did. I mean, I, it gives me great pleasure to imagine that they murdered their children. Um, I may have misphrased that, you know, but let's say they did. And then the next day, a guy's in the town over, he opens the paper and reads about it. He's like, huh, interesting. And he shows his wife, she's like, oh, that's, that's horrible. And he's like, yeah, that's horrible. And he turns away from her. He just mutters, God, I miss being single. I wonder if I could do this to my advantage. Okay, is that Alexander in the distance? He just pulls out a knife and kills his family. Woo! He's waiting for a good breakfast all Saturday morning. He's been waiting half an hour. The man's <laughs> hunger has built up. Mm-hmm. And then a bowl of unsweetened Cheerios gets put in front of him. Yeah. All right. I've had enough of this shit. Looks out the window. Holy shit, is that the Macedonians? Uh, family meeting. <laughs> Slaughterhouse. You hear the shotgun rack. Right. <laughs> oh, I joke, but no, being single is fucking terrible. I was terrible at being single. I couldn't pull it off. I have like zero fucking game. And like, I am so fucking oblivious. Like when I was single, a girl could literally say like, oh yeah, I haven't had sex in a long time. I sure would like to see your penis. I'm like, huh, that's funny. And I'd go, same. And I'd go home. Sit in the corner and cry. I was like, oh, I'm so lonely. Why doesn't anybody like me? Why doesn't anybody pay attention to me? <laughs> Probably masturbate thinking about the same girl. You know, typical lonely guy stuff. Realize it 10 years later. Like, oh, fuck. That girl was trying to show me her penis. <laughs> At 3 a.m. on a Tuesday. Just wake up in a cold sweat. It's like, <gasps> what was I? F-? You look at your wife. You're like... <laughs> Uh, what could have been? What could have uh-huh. been? <laughs> That's right. Alexander took a couple more coastal cities, either with a minor battle or with no fight at all, and then he pushed inward to Gordium, right there in the spring of 333 BCE. When he got there, he got some pretty shitty news. Turns out that Memnon had taken his fleet from Halicarnassus and sailed west, capturing the islands of Chios and Lesbos. Mm. Which isn't as fun of an island as the name implies. Mm. Chios, I'm talking about. You think you'd have all those little ceramic things with the seeds, and you water it, and it grows hair. Chios. <laughs> but nope, just a bunch of hairy Greek guys oh. talking about their goats. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, that's better. Oh, they they have the same hairstyle, so. <laughs> And olive oil on the taint. Yep. 
just like Chia pets. Mm-hmm. Wait. Well, Memnon then began to send word to Athens that if they support the great king in Persia, he would invade Greece and wipe out the Macedonians there. Luckily for Alexander, at about the same time that happened, Memnon had fallen ill and he died of death. Darius called in his generals and asked what their next move should be. One, another wise general, said, Why don't we keep our main force in reserve and send another army composed of Greek mercenaries to slow their progress? Darius took a second, nodded, and said, Hmm, how's about I take control of the army, throw the whole thing straight at the Macedonians, and have you executed? Motherfucker. Mm, getting shit done. Yep. They don't call me Darius Rucker for nothing. <laughs> Meanwhile, Alexander turned west again and headed for the coast. His men marched hundreds of miles in a few weeks to capture the remaining cities and control the entire coast of Asia Minor. <laughs> Which, that'll get you in trouble. That's how you end up on Dateline. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Hansen sitting there waiting for Alexander. Have a seat. I see you have a uh, six-pack of Smirnoff and a 85-pack of condoms. But what did you think you were doing here today? Hanging out. (laughs) Meeting some chick named Becky. Uh, She said she was 14, but I could tell from the way she talked she was much older. You know, just so sophisticated. (laughs) Asia Minor. (laughs) God. This podcast has no soul. History. (laughs) Yeah. While Alexander was there on the coast, he took a dip in a river that was known for its healing properties. He immediately fell gravely ill and had to be rescued from the river. Greg, it's like an old man turned 98. He won the lottery, died the next day. (sighs) You have... Some strange love affair with Alanis Morissette's fucking song. God damn it. <laughs> you claim to hate it, and you bring it up like every episode. Well, you know. It's <laughs> the same thing when I'm, you know, looking at weird porn on the internet. It's like, oh, that that's gross. Why would they even do that? What would they what Oh, let me just that? click this one. Yeah. Oh, weird. Uh, Why are they uh, doing Wait, let me uh, click that other one. Yeah. Oh, oh. And I'm done. <laughs> I was thinking about something else, though. Yeah. Yeah, totally was. Anyway, while he was sick, Alexander called on his favorite doctor, Philip, to help him out. Just then, he received a message from General Parmenion that said Philip was a traitor who was going to poison Alexander. And this part is pretty baller on Alexander's part. Just pretty ballsy, I'm just going to say. He took Philip's medicine and drank it all while simultaneously handing Philip the note. Old Dr. Phil just shrugged. I thought it was a pro move. Alexander recovered from his illness three days later, slightly more suspicious of General Parmenion. I don't know why. Like, he just wanted you to not take your medicine and die, buddy. Fine. Kind of reminded me of uh, our George Washington series where uh, Charles Lee, like, literally butt fucks everything and talks bad about George Washington, tries to betray the nation and give everything up to the Brits, and then he gets freed from prison, and George Washington's like, come on back, we're friends, you can still be a general in my army. I don't think you know what literally buttfucks means. Uh, no, but, uh, listener, let me know in the comments. Send me pictures. Okay, anyway. 
Well, Darius Rucker was waiting in an open field outside of the city of Isis. Mm. They've been around a long time, Greg. He was in a position that greatly favored his large Persian force. Alexander decided to flank around to attack this position from the north, but he took so long that Darius thought Alexander was too chicken shit to fight and marched his men to the south. <laughs> Basically, the two armies switched positions, and Alexander now had the advantage. And there's probably a few, like, villagers in the middle who are like, should we tell these guys? They're going, nope, stay out of it, Steve. You're always getting in people's business. He gets you in trouble. Just let it go, man. Just let it go. Just, uh, just enjoy the show, buddy. They're going to kill us and rape our women anyway, so we might as well just, you know, take our time getting there. Once they figured out they had switched positions, Alexander marched his army back west towards Isis to attack Darius and the Persians. The Macedonians charged so quickly that the Persian archers were rendered mostly ineffective. Alexander led the center of the attack and was met by heavy resistance from Greek mercenaries. The fighting was fierce, with each side yelling Greek curse words at each other. I don't know any Greek curse words. Yuzo! Yero! You fucking Euro trash piece of shit! <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say Euro trash or Euro trash? Because, you know, we eat those things. Fuck you, hummus butt! <laughs> <laughs> Them's fighting words! I'm from Greece! <laughs> <laughs> Pulls out a six shooter. <laughs> Immediately takes over the world. <laughs> yeah. You only have six, six shooter in fucking ancient Greece. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know that. You just shoot it and people witness the savagery and they're like, oh, fuck, you don't, don't fuck. He points a magic thingy. You just got to say, I'm Zeus, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you waste four of the bullets just like getting your point across and then you only have two to kill people with. You're walking around ruling the world with like an empty six shooter, but people are fucking scared of the magic. Yeah, they're like, he's not Zeus. I'm like, oh yeah, watch this shit. And he finds a deer and just fucks it. I'm like, ah, I'm making Zeus babies. God damn. That's what Zeus did. Like, he just had sex with animals. No, oh, I'm he? sorry. No, I take that back. Zeus pretended to be animals and made love with ladies. Oh yeah, when he was the snake. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Until Alexander was born. Fact. Lightning Bolt got shot into his mom's vagina from Zeus. Science, people. It's science. Can't argue with science. Suddenly, the right flank of Alexander's army broke through and surrounded the Greeks that were fighting for the Persians. That's when Darius's army began to flee the battlefield. Darius himself refused to run at first. Alexander wanted to be the one who killed the great king and charged further into the battle. Alexander killed Darius's brother. Someone, possibly Darius himself, sliced open Alexander's thigh with a sword. It was about that time that Darius said, Okay, fuck this. Sorry. Okay, fuck this, and fled the no, battlefield. The Persian, the Persians sounded like New Yorkers. Oh, okay, fuck. God damn it, Greg. Okay. <laughs> hey. Okay, fuck this. Hey, I'm from New York. Is that how New Yorkers <laughs> sound? <laughs> they have to Nailed end each sentence. Nailed with, it. Hey, I'm from New York. <laughs> you got to begin and end each sentence with a. Hey. That's it. And then bring up New York at least once. Uh, good. 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 Ah, Boston sucks. I'm from New York. God. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Wolf Dick, give me the round of applause. <laughs> Darius fled the battlefield, leaving behind his wife, mother, and children to be hostages. And once again, that guy in the town over saw it in the newspaper. He's like, 
You can do that too? You just fucking, they can be hostages? I don't have to fucking murder them? I can just fucking take off? Go to Vegas? You know, live it up? Man, I need to rule half the known world so I could be in this position. This is bullshit. I'm working nine Why to five every day. Why did I become a day? farmer and not a major world leader? Ugh. Uh, uh, I made some mistakes along the way. I wish I lived in a capitalist society where I believed that the poor could actually rise up and have an effect on things. That'd make me feel better. Even though they can't. Seize the means of production. Anyway. <laughs> the Macedonians were once again victorious. Dude, rage quit. A real life battle. <laughs> yeah. Number one, why were they there? His mother and his wife and his kids. Like, you couldn't have left those behind on your campaign? They all got captured. Yeah, Alexander didn't bring his mom or his his wife. <laughs> wife. He brought a Hephaestion, you know. This yeah, is, Alexander his, left his beard at home. He brought his guy friend, you know, bros. Just hanging out. Yep. Just guy stuff. Just two guys admiring each other's bodies. You know, typical stuff. You know, the rent's cheaper when you split it with somebody. We're just roommates. You go to the gym together. Sexy roommates. You have a workout buddy. And you say, hey man, your calves look fucking amazing. Spot each other. The olive oil. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you dip bread in it. Got it. That's it. <laughs> Play video games. That's, uh, <laughs> that's all they did. Yep. And now that we've said all that, Greg, it was also around this time that Alexander met a woman, a Persian woman named Barzine, and he fell in love with her to make his mom happy. She stopped mm. asking for grandkids. Bet he did. Bet he did. <laughs> She's like the most buff woman there. Just that bodybuilder woman who does obviously does steroids. <laughs> she wore a lot of clothes to hide her her figure. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly the dick part of her figure. It's Hillary Swank and Boys Don't Cry. Oh, he falls in love with her and then he finds out she's a girl. And he's like And with right. that, I'm out. Yeah. Well, they did Never marry each other, but she would soon have his bastard son, Hercules. It was around this time that Darius sent Alexander a letter saying, A goddamn New Yorker. Hey! Okay, truce, bro. You keep what you got, and we'll leave each other alone. Hey, I'm from New York! (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping you were going to add the New York. (laughs) Alexander knew his generals, especially Parmenian, would want to take the deal, but Alexander wanted more. He wrote back his own letter to Darius calling him a beta cuck and said he'd give Darius his family back if the Persians surrendered completely. I was talking to my wife the other day that just kind of, you said beta cuck, that reminds me of many stories from my personal life, but Uh one Mm -hmm. specifically recently is, um, you know, I told her, if I die, just give me a year, Mm -hmm. you know, mourn me for a year then do whatever you want. Otherwise, I'll haunt you. I would be like a ghost, you know, but I'd still be looking through, like, the slats of the closet, watching her bang her boyfriend on (laughs) on our bed. My uh, ethereal boner would be popping through the closet door. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'd just sit in the closet, like, too afraid to haunt because I'm so turned on, like, oh, this is what I always wanted. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. That just reminded me of that. She opens the closet door and all of her clothes have that slime from Ghostbusters, like, everywhere. (laughs) 
Ghostbusters fucking kick down the closet door, and I'm there. They got the vacuum. I'm like, no, I'm not hurting anyone. (laughs) (laughs) You're going in a clinic with the Hitler ghost. (laughs) (laughs) They need to reform ghost prison. It doesn't do anything good for people. It just locks you up with worse people. <laughs> I wouldn't hurt anyone. It's a victimless crime. <laughs> you come out of ghost jail and you're just a worse ghost. Now you're you're ghost raping people. <laughs> yeah, killing little kids and stuff. You're selling ghost cocaine. Ghost cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, luring kids into like caves, like scary caves. They weren't going to go in, but... You know, they heard an enticing something or saw a cookie. I don't know. Kids things. Yeah. They go in there and I kill them all because I couldn't just sit there in peace and watch my wife bone other dudes. That's right. That's true. With my ethereal ghost penis. <laughs> That's why when Bernie Sanders dies, I'm voting for Bern- ghost Bernie Sanders because he's going to reform the ghost prisons. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> This may be the dumbest conversation we've ever had, Greg. <laughs> it's not even close. It's not even top ten. Not even top ten. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, Alexander had said he'd give Darius back his family if the Persians surrendered completely, but this time, the joke was on Alexander, because Darius didn't give a shit about getting his wife and kids back. The war would continue, and will continue, after this break. Professional podcaster. Welcome back, everyone. Yep. Welcome back. I trust you all had a good 10-second break. I like to picture them, like, rushing downstairs or, you know, they're poor. They don't have stairs. Come on. Rushing <laughs> to the, the mini fridge in their trailers and pulling out six Bud Lights. Like, I gotta get back before the show starts. They told me to sit back and relax. I can't stand up and listen. And they rush back and they start listening to the show and laughing their ass off in front of their... Their 20 children and their wife who's given up all hope of ever finding love again. And meanwhile, we take like 45, 50 minute breaks in between and we just pretend like it was 10 seconds for us. It's kind of like the inverse of my sex life. (laughs) I like that you imagine people listening to podcasts at home. (laughs) Like TVs don't exist and it's like the uh, it's like radios from the 20s. (laughs) They're all gathered around. Everybody sits in the living room and just (laughs) listens to a podcast. This podcast with their fucking family. (laughs) I just like to pretend people are as poor as me, Greg. (laughs) Like just sitting around the old Victrola and they click it on and today, December 7th, a day which shall live in infamy. They go back to work the next day and everybody's talking about, like, fucking America's Got Talent. I'm like, no? You hear about this infamy guy? That's pretty fucking crazy, right? See what the Japs did? Unbelievable. There's some Asian guy in the corner like, the fuck did he just say? Did he just say Jap? Did he just fucking say Jap around me? He got offended. His family got sent to an internment camp. <laughs> America. We got him. <laughs> we got him. All right. Well, Greg, 
Are you actually participating this week? Well, before I ask that question, Wolf Dick, hit that guitar. Do it right now. Go. Second half salsa. Second half salsa. Second half salsa. Woo. Did it again. Every time it's perfect. In its most imperfect and shitty way. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you participating this week, Gregory, in the actual drinking of second half seltzers? I am. Oh, yeah! Dude, this ouzo is... <laughs> it's heavy. So, I'm having, truly... Mm-hmm. I pick different liquors for each show, but I don't do it with the seltzers. There's just, no reason. Uh, yeah, know. who cares? No one gives a shit. Whatever my wife buys me, because, you know, they're they're for her, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't specifically request a truly tropical mix. <laughs> <laughs> if you bring back the lemonades, I will fucking kill you. Okay, those are awful. I will say that Alexander is coming to our town. I'll kill you and go to a different city like a goddamn hero. <laughs> Those lemonades are awful. <laughs> they are terrible. Yeah. It's so sweet. Uh, yeah. What about you? I am having a crook and marker. I don't know. Found it in the store. Organic super grain alcohol is what it's called. It's just a fucking seltzer. It's just to make you feel good about the fact that you're drinking this girly ass drink. Fuck is super grain alcohol. Uh, I don't know. Well, you ready to get back into the story? Yes. I know the listener can't wait. <sighs> They've been waiting so long. So, um, but that's what makes him come quick. <laughs> the anticipation. So it gets the foreplay that is this show. Yep. Except we're all foreplay and very little payoff. <laughs> I like to think that in the episode, they're like, that was it? You, all that for, for that? That that was what happened? Good night, babe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I fucking did it again, right? <laughs> You uh, you making sandwiches or should I? You, you're gonna right. All right, all right, all right. They're just like, I thought I was gonna learn some history, and they just talked about having sex with guys the whole time. It's real fucking weird. Sorry, what, babe? <laughs> Got the football game on. I didn't hear you. <laughs> oh, nothing, honey. Well, next up on Alexander's Great Asian Road Trip was the city of Tyre, which sat on an island off the coast of Lebanon. They thought they were safe because they were on an island and Alexander had no navy. Alexander said, Ding! Watch this shit. And began to build a causeway connecting the island to the coast. The causeway took months to build. The Tyrians even destroyed it once, causing Alexander to build a second, even bigger causeway. And here's my problem. Here, here's This was before unions, and I'm, I'm going to speak out. Union laws are bullshit. These guys built a fucking bridge from the land to the island. It got destroyed. Alexander said, get back to work, motherfuckers. They're getting arrows shot at them. They're getting flaming boats sent at them. And they're still out there building. Today, that shit wouldn't fly. I couldn't get you to build a highway while people are shooting at you. This isn't Chicago. Just saying, it ain't gonna happen. I'm not gonna be able to get that done. And that's why unions should be dissolved and uh, all the money should go to the bourgeois. So you're advocating for the benefits of slavery, right? Uh, yeah, okay, I, I'll, take it, I'll take it back, I guess. Well, during these months that they were building this causeway, Tyrian archers killed hundreds of Macedonians. 
So when the bridge was finished, Alexander brought up his catapults, smashed the city walls, and promptly slaughtered almost every living soul in the city. Darius sent Alexander another letter saying, and, uh, oh, God. Dude, you got to do a New York oh, accent. No. You got to do it. <laughs> and remember the rules of the New York accent before you go. You have to remember those. Hey. Okay, if you stop, I'll give you a metric fuck ton of money. And you can marry my daughter. Hey, I'm from New York. <laughs> <laughs> we are expert at accents. We are just amazing at this. The best at accents. No one's ever been better. People always tell me. Tremendous. Tremendous. <laughs> the best accents. <laughs> well, Parmenian urged Alexander to take the deal. Alexander thought about it and said, Ding! I'm already rich from all the shit I've taken from the Persians, and I can marry his daughter anytime I want. She's a hostage. But, yeah, that's gross, right, fellas? <laughs> then he dabbed in a sculpture, actually chiseled a statue. This is a little-known fact. Mm -hmm. uh, to send to Darius. I mean, they didn't have cameras. Oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they made selfies back so, then. Yeah. Yeah. So, Alexander, I think they're just called photos. Oh. Uh, yeah. What's a selfie of another person? What is that called? That's fucking weird. Just just picture. <laughs> no, that, that's stupid. No, you can't. Be. Uh, that doesn't make sense. A Yuffie? Yeah, there it is. Yuffie. Oh, Yuffie, yeah. That's that's what I give all the girls at the clubs. Yuffies. <laughs> <laughs> So those Ninja Turtles gave April O'Neil <laughs> a Yuffie, a Yuffie, <laughs> passed out on the fucking floors of the sewer. <laughs> uh, you can just imagine like Alexander having to hold this dab for like thirteen days <laughs> while they fucking chisel it as the sculptor fucking chisels out a statue. I tell you to dab on people long distances back in the day. Yeah. He was going to do the, the tea bag, but he didn't feel like his balls came off as big enough. And it took a long, it took a lot out of his quads to squat that long. Well, you know, the sculptors always ignored the dick and balls back in the day. That's true. That's true. You've seen them. It's like they only sculpted on very, very cold days. Wait, all guys don't look like that when they're naked? Oh, I mean, yes, yes. Don't tell my wife, please. <laughs> well, after. The whole Yuffie statue <laughs> Whatever. dabbing <Yeah. laughs> fiasco. He then pressed on to the city of Gaza. Gaza, which was governed by a eunuch named Betis. <laughs> Let that one marinate for a second. It, uh, it sat on a hill that towered over a large plain. NBD, said Alexander. And he had his engineers build an even bigger hill right next to it so he could fire his catapults at the walls into the city. Before his siege engines arrived, Alexander was fighting outside the city walls and was struck in the shoulder by an arrow. He continued to fight until he passed out from blood loss. Yeah, and I like the picture of him like, getting shot in the air. He's like, ah, what the fuck was that? And he looks at it, he's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Play cool. Play cool, play cool. You're a tough guy. You're a tough guy. Just keep fighting. Just keep fighting. You're, you're tough. Oh, fuck, it's bleeding. It's bleeding. It's bleeding so much. God damn it, it's bleeding. Oh, look at all that blood. Look at all the blood. Guys are looking. Guys are looking. Be tough. Be, uh, oh, 
Ooh, I'm getting woozy. I'm getting woozy here. Let me go. <laughs> and he just falls over, and one of the guys looks at him. He's like, that fucking thing barely grazed him. It's like stuck in his clothes. I don't... like <laughs> His clothes. <laughs> He's got like a tiny little paper cut on his shoulder. Just a little trickle of blood. Speaking of clothes, the way I imagined this when I was reading was, you know, he gets struck. And he is bleeding. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, no, my shirt's bloody. And he takes his shirt off, covered in olive oil. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Who knows? Really? Who cares? The blood is also dripped onto the pants. Mm. Pants got to go. <laughs> takes off the shoes. Uggs, I, in my imagination. It's Uggs. <laughs> it went through his, he went through his puffy black vest into his shoulder. He had to take off his <laughs> leggings and his Uggs. <laughs> <laughs> well now pants gotta come off He's gotta take off the Uggs to get the pants off They're off mm-hmm. Uggs go back on It's rough terrain <laughs> Right So there he is Covered in olive oil mm-hmm. Glistening Yes For some reason his penis is bigger than I imagined He sees that in my eyes He's courteous So he turns away And shows his chiseled Glistening ass but in my imagination, there's an even bigger dick back there. <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's my imagination. Right. I think we're on the same page. I think we're we're just a little bit apart there. So anyway. Once again, Alexander's men thought he was a goner. But, as always, he recovered. The walls of Gaza fell, and the citizens of that city found out what happens when you inconvenience Alexander the Great. He murders the shit out of you. Betis was taken alive, tied to a chariot, and dragged through the city until well after he was dead. Which, if you're one of the guys dragging him, like... He's, you look back and he's obviously dead. You're like, how long does Alexander expect us to do this? Do we have to keep going? I mean, if you're one of those guys, you just throw on Spotify, mm-hmm. put it on a good like uh, Arcade Fire album. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe a little Burzoom, and you just you zone out. Well, the war was raging on, but Alexander decided that his men needed some R&R. So instead of pushing into Persia, he went west into Egypt. He visited the pyramids and the Sphinx and founded Alexandria. While he would build several Alexandrias, this one would be the largest and would become the richest city in the Mediterranean. Yep. In fact, he would build 19 Alexandrias to go with his one Alexandropolis. So 20 cities he named after himself. Can you blame the guy? I mean, come on. At some point, you gotta be a little more creative than that. You gotta come up with some name. If I was a world conqueror, I would name cities like Greg's Big Dick or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? And then people would look at me and they'd think that. Right. Subconsciously. I'm like, oh, good. My, my lie is safe. <laughs> it's like a tiny little plateau before you get to the Alps. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that tiny. It's average. <laughs> it's, it's an average plateau. <laughs> well, Alexander would also visit several oracles who would surprisingly tell him exactly everything he wanted to hear. 
Oh, yes, my boy, you're doing very well. You will conquer the world. <laughs> He's paying four bucks a minute for that fucking phone call. He's going to get... Just, just... Yeah, imagine <laughs> I'm black and I have huge tits. Why would we have to imagine that? I can look at you right now and see that, Greg. Okay. <laughs> I miss Cleo, my boy. Not only did they he do this at the oracles, but they also did this anytime like something they thought was ominous would happen. They'd be like the day before a battle and a bunch of birds would drop dead beside them. And like someone'd be like, I don't know. That's probably a sign from the gods we shouldn't do this. And someone else would say, No, 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 no. Those birds represent the Persians. See? Because they're Persian birds. Oh, we got this in the bird. Like every time they had an omen, it was always like, "Yeah, we're, we fucking got this. We we're gonna win." And the, mean, meanwhile, it's just Miss Cleo, like from the cliff top, throwing the birds over. It's <laughs> got a bunch of and they dead have pigeons. her eight hundred number like written on their stomachs. She has a failed magician's act. She keeps killing the rabbits and the birds inside her her trap door hats. And so she's just like, <laughs> fuck it, yeeting them off a cliff. Just, ah, ah, y'all, <laughs> y'all get on out of here. You hear them on. It's like just raining dead animals on Alexander. If there was one thing Miss Cleo was not, it's a failed magician. That's true. Fair enough. She was very successful at selling people lies. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Vacation time was over, and it was back to the old rat race as Alexander and the Macedonians once again began their march toward Mesopotamia, where they hoped to find the Persians. Like, where else are they going to be? <laughs> and the two uh, did end up meeting eventually one night in Gagamella. That's the name of my sex tape. It's an underground jazz bar there in the Mesopotamia. <laughs> They fucked. Continuing the story, though, <laughs> the Persians had 100,000 men, which was double the size of the, <laughs> of the Macedonian army. Darius was convinced Alexander would launch a night attack, and so Alexander lit a bunch of fires and had some of his men make noise while the rest slept, and Darius's men stayed up all night. And like we said in our George Washington series, he did the same thing when he wanted to escape New York. I, I can't remember, somewhere else. He set a bunch of fires, said to make a bunch of noise so they think we're here so we can fucking retreat and get the fuck out. Yeah. Age-old tactic. Well, the next day, Alexander attacked. His cavalry outflanked the Persians, causing a gap in their line. Once again, Alexander rushed into the fray, hoping to kill Darius himself. But as he was getting close, General Parmenion became overrun. Alexander had to turn back to save Parmenion's hairy butt. Darius once again escaped. For all intents and purposes, Darius was defeated and dethroned. The Persian Empire had lost faith in him, and so when Alexander arrived in Babylon, he was celebrated as a hero and given the city. And a uh, fun fact, the Babylonians had a custom that required every woman to sit in front of the temple and prostitute herself once in her life. Every single woman had to do it, and they couldn't say no to the man who bought her. Yeah, poor, poor ladies. Such a fucked up custom. Just a bunch of hot, rich milfs sitting there waiting for somebody, and this fucking transient hobo walks up with a quarter. Like, that one, I want her. <laughs> I got a glass table she can shit all over. <laughs> like, oh god, I have to do this. I have to accept this this ritual for some reason. Hobos don't have glass tables. <laughs> 
It'd be too inconvenient to move under the bridge. Yeah, I guess that's true. I just like to picture a homeless guy taking all of this furniture everywhere he goes. Like, he doesn't have a house, but he has a full living room set, like a love seat and a sectional that he keeps under the bridge. And the cops are like, you can't sleep here, buddy. And he's like, okay, fine. He just starts slowly pushing it down the sidewalk. You guys got a, a dolly or something? It's like, no, you got to beat feet, man. You got to go. He's like, <laughs> Glass breaks. He picks up the shard and kills a mother of three in her car, just sitting at the light innocently. The end. <laughs> Don't laugh. Don't laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the march continued towards the Persian capital of Persepolis. Along the way, Alexander captured and burned the villages of some small tribes who didn't get the memo that you can't resist Alexander. You just gotta lie back and take it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. One guy, the treasurer of Persepolis, figured this shit out and opened the city gates for Alexander. It had been four years since his war with the Persians had begun, and he had now taken their capital without so much as a fight. Up to this point, Alexander had kept his men from pillaging cities that had not defied him. But they were frustrated and tired, and decided to rape and murder to their heart's content. Alexander burned the great king's palace to the ground. And this is another one of those stories that our main source mentions, that a woman talked him into it, got him drunk, and said, Hey, what if you burnt this shit to the ground? Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Would that make you hard? I mean, horny? Girl girl hard? I don't know. I don't know how women work. Would that would that excite you? She's like, yes. He's like, okay, here we go. Tortures the shit. But in real life, he probably just got drunk and burned the fucking city to the ground. I think that's probably more correct. My wife's never been girl hard. Anyway. <laughs> Darius still eluded Alexander, and he soon got word that another Persian... A dude named Bessus had arrested Darius. Alexander gave chase because he didn't want Bessus to take power and drag the war out. When Bessus found out Alexander was after him, he had Darius killed. Alexander found Darius and wept. He had wanted to force him to surrender or die in battle with honor. It's kind of one of those things where, if you're paying attention, we keep trying to build up these guys that are fighting Alexander. We have Memnon, we have Darius, and... It, in reality, nobody matched up with Alexander. He was a very smart general. His forces were very well-trained. They had advanced weaponry. I want anybody going to beat him. It's kind of like these movie trailers. I fucking hate these movie trailers. Uh, I can think of two offhand, Old Country for No Men and American Gangster, where it seems like it's cop versus bad guy, and then the cop and the bad guy don't meet until the very end, and it drives me fucking crazy. It's kind of like this situation. These guys... They were no match for him. It was just a, you know, a waste of time thinking they could defeat Alexander. He was just a great military mind. I agree with that. Especially for being like, you know, 20-something at this point. Right, yeah. It's outrageous. Well, it was about this time that Alexander learned of an assassination plot. Philotus, the son of General Parmenion, had been involved, and so both father and son were executed. Alexander and his army then crossed the Hindu Kush mountains, high as fuck, <laughs> in modern-day Afghanistan in pursuit of Bessus. That's the good shit. And, but it's a gateway, <laughs> too, because you cross the Kush, and you get to Afghanistan where they have the opium. You turn that into heroin. 
You just cross that. Before long, you're crushing up Xanax mixed with uh, Ambien. Mm-hmm. Putting them both in your butt in a solution of vodka. Yes. It's common things. This is what happens to people. Oh, okay. Yep. Now it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Gateway drug. That's why. The more you know. Well, Alexander caught up with Bessus in Bactria. Alexander had Bessus flogged, cut off his nose and ears, and then gave Bessus to Darius's family, who promptly tortured him and cut him into pieces. Because remember, Bessus had basically done the same to Darius. Yeah, but, you know, their family, Darius has basically fucking abandoned them. Like his mom, his wife, and his daughters are all hanging out with Alexander for like two years at this point. And Darius is like, yep, see you later, anchors. See you later, fucking ball and chain. Like, I'm going to go to the club. I'm going to see what's up. <laughs> he finds out the grass isn't greener on the other oh, side. Oh, God, no. Especially not in Persia in the year 333 BCE. Like, oh, God, they're so hairy and smelly. This is the worst. Where's my wife? Where my wife at? It was too late. Persia was conquered. And to celebrate, Alexander married a Bactrian woman named Roxanne. And she would eventually give him a son. Roxanne! Oh, please, actually do keep on the red light. Because, uh... Oh, I want to watch. <laughs> well, Alexander, I thought you were going to liberate me from this life and yada yada. No. No, I like to watch. <laughs> Meanwhile, my time-traveling ghost dick you see coming out of the out of the closet say, of the tent. <laughs> I was about to say, somewhere in modern-day Turkey, there's a ghost in a closet watching you have sex, and it's Alexander the Great <laughs> having a good time. I finish. It's more like, eh, Alexander the... just kind of good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, there wasn't anything great about the performance. <laughs> He was clearly thinking about men the whole time. (laughs) So was I. (laughs) Well, Alexander's men weren't super pumped to see him, uh, you know, marry a fucking Persian, because everybody was super racist back then. But they weren't going to say shit. Especially since just months before, Alexander had gotten drunk and murdered his best friend, Clytus the Black, after Clytus had insulted him at a party. Well, with the Persians conquered... Most of Alexander's men thought they'd be going home. Instead, he talked them into going into India. Here they faced armies with elephants, but they developed tactics on how to fight them. See, all you have to do is stab it while archers shoot out its eyes, and then it'll go crazy and just kind of trample everybody indiscriminately. Hey, problem solved. Mission accomplished. Hang the banner. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Ladies and gentlemen... Fucking destroyed the elephant. And by him, I mean Dumbo. (laughs) Let's turn his tusk into piano keys. He can fly, he can fly, he can fly, he can fly. Stab him in the fucking arse! (laughs) He can't fly anymore. (laughs) And he's dead. Still less racist than the actual movie. Just saying. This is a super racist movie. I haven't seen it since I was a child. (sighs) Those crows were obvious Jim Crows. Anyway, continue. (laughs) It was also during one of these battles that Alexander's horse, Bucephalus, was killed. 
Alexander founded a city near the site of the battle and named it for his equestrian life partner. Now, on the subject of killing an elephant, Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a better way. Okay. Do tell. You could put a chain around their neck and hang them by a fucking crane. You know what? That didn't go well for those people. And for everyone, that is a reference to one of our hangovers, Murderous Mary. It's nice, Greg. You're getting them sucked in. They're like, what's that story about? It's going to cost you $3 a month. What's $3 a month to you? Nothing. You're like, $3 is, you know, like Red Bull at the gas station or one of your coffees at the truck stop. At the cuck stop. Yeah. This this nothing. You know what's even cheaper than $3 a month? What's that? Googling murderous Mary. No, shut up, Greg. Shut up. But you don't get our, our fun banter. Yeah, all so if of you're our... thinking of Googling, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you'll Google it. You're like, I wonder what these guys would make hilarious jokes about when we're talking about hanging an elephant to death. You'll never know. <laughs> That's already hilarious enough. <laughs> also, one of the saddest things I've ever read. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> moving right along. Alexander's men were fucking tired, and now they absolutely refused to fight anymore. And reluctantly... He agreed to head back to Babylon. Now, to do so, he decided he was going to have to march through the Gedrosian Desert because it was something no one had ever done before. Why take the easy way back? Right. When I can put my name in history books and podcasts. (laughs) You ever notice you go on a road trip and getting there, it feels like it takes a while, but coming back feels like it takes longer because you've already seen all the shit? Mm Mm-hmm. Ugh, this is awful. Hey, you're just thinking about all all the stuff sitting on your desk when you get back to work. Like, God damn it, I don't want to go back. Vacation was so great. I actually liked my family this week. You look at back there, and your car smells like farts and dirty feet now. You're just like, ah, oh, fuck. That's what, yeah, that's what he was doing. He's like, okay, well, what if we took a different, we took the scenic route through a desert. That hooker under my porch is probably smelling by now. Neighbors have probably called the cops. Jesus Christ. Probably they're waiting for me. Yeah, let's just, let's just take a long road. You know, we can see more shit on the way home, and at least I'll have some memories before I get the chair. (laughs) Along the way, the Macedonians fought a tribe, and Alexander was seriously injured. When he jumped down into the city alone. So him and three guys are up on the city walls. He thinks the whole army's behind him climbing up a ladder. And he jumps in and the ladder breaks. So all of his fucking soldiers fall down. And they're like trying to figure out how to get in there. He's in there by himself fighting everybody. Eventually the other two guys on the wall jump in with him, start fighting. But by that time he's seriously injured. And the troops outside do everything in their power to break through that wall. They finally do. But by that time, man, he's, he's like gravely fucking injured. Well, once again, he recovered. Ah, I guess gravely means something different to me. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The desert march was brutal and dangerous, but eventually the Macedonians made it back. You know, after a bunch of them died from exposure, no big deal. No one important. Didn't matter to Alexander. Nope, no one important. (laughs) It was about this time that Alexander's best buddy and lifelong... Roommate. (laughs) (laughs) Hephaestion got sick. His doctor told him not to indulge himself, at which point Hephaestion ate a whole boiled chicken and drank a pitcher of wine. He died. Oh! But he did exactly what the doctor said, so 
you know, you'd be fine, right? <laughs> oh, you said not to do those oh. things. Oh. <laughs> Classic misunderstanding. <laughs> Alexander cut off all of his own hair, crucified the doctor, ordered all music banned in the city, and burned the temple to the god of healing to the ground. You know, typical uh, things you do when someone who's uh, just a close friend slash roommate split the bills, make my financial life easier, you know, when they die. Yeah. I, that's, I, that's what you do. When I die, I expect you to do, and that's coming very shortly, by the way, I expect you to do the same thing for me. Just run around the city, like, slapping iPods and cell phones out of people's head. No music! No music! The sexy host is dead. Like, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. I appreciate it. Thank you. You have my word that's worth so much. <laughs> I swear anyway. to God, if you don't do it, I'm going to jerk off in your closet every night and cover all your clothes in Ghostbuster slime. No, I'm definitely not doing it. <laughs> Alexander himself wasn't long for the world. One night soon after, Alexander swallowed a glass of wine in a single gulp, let out a scream, and then fell seriously ill. He lingered for eleven days, lying in silence as his men came one by one to pay their respects. When it appeared he was dying at last, his companions asked him, Ding! To whom do you leave your kingdom? He whispered, Ding! <laughs> to the strongest. He then died at the age of 32. It's supposed to be a moment full of gravitas, and I'm just picturing guys spitting tobacco everywhere, and I just can't fucking finish. I'm sorry. That's what you do. That's what you, that's what you do man. <laughs> that's how the Greeks were. Everybody knows it. You're the opposite of me. Yeah. You you said when you picture guys spitting tobacco everywhere, you can't finish. <laughs> <laughs> the author of our main source, Philip Freeman, summed up this tale the best when he said, quote, to truly understand Alexander, we must realize that, perhaps more than any man in history, he hated to lose. Alexander was and is the absolute embodiment of pure human ambition, with all its good and evil consequences. We can condemn the death and destruction he left in his wake as he strode across the world like a colossus, but in the end, we can't help but admire a man who dared such great deeds. End of story. Woo! All right. Did it again. Can't stop. Let's get into this, Greg. Are you ready? It's time for... Fast Facts! Fast Fact number one. The causeway that Alexander and the Macedonians built to the island of Tyre was so large that it collected silt from the ocean and became a permanent fixture, turning Tyre into a peninsula. Fast fact number two. In his travels, Alexander met famed philosopher Diogenes, who was sitting on the ground. When Alexander asked if Diogenes wanted anything, Diogenes told Alexander, Ping! <laughs> yeah, stand out of my sun. The Macedonians were upset, but Alexander laughed and said, Ping! If I weren't Alexander, I would be Diogenes. Stupid. Fast fact number three. Some of the ancient sources made claims that Alexander was assassinated, most likely by Antipater, who was the man he had left in charge of Macedonia when he had left. In reality, 
Alexander probably died from either malaria, a lung infection, liver failure, or typhoid fever. Fast fact number four. Following Alexander's death, his empire fell apart. His mentally challenged half-brother was placed in power and promptly assassinated. His bastard son and his legitimate son would both be eventually poisoned. Conversely, his friend Ptolemy would rule Egypt and his dynasty would last until his descendant, Cleopatra, killed herself with a snake. Alright, Greg, we did it again. We finished another episode. We told another story. Barely. Barely. That is for sure. <laughs> uh, do you have any parting wisdom, parting thoughts on Alexander the Great? Anything you want to add? Do you feel like we covered it pretty well? I think it, it's incredible that this dude was so young and did everything that he did. Right. Because you have to remember, he died in his early 30s. He's known as maybe the best general of all time. And, you know, there's arguments like, oh, well, this person did this, this... This guy died at 32 years old. Right. And he had already conquered the vast majority of Asia coming over from Europe. So it's just, it's impressive. Not only that, no losses. Like you look at his Wikipedia and it's like victory, 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 victory. You're like, how the fuck did well, this happen? If he had a loss, he would have been killed. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Because he was always, and this is another rare thing, he was in the mix. He, he was leading from the front lines. He was that sort of leader. To where he was actually fighting and killing people. It's interesting to look at him and then look at the stuff we've talked about before and see where people have learned from him or tried to take lessons from him. Like we've talked about George Washington. George Washington led from the front, kind of went with the same thing. Let's be aggressive, but also use sneaky tactics. But at the same time, and I don't like to group all these people together, but you have Hitler who said, let's just be super aggressive, just always on the attack, just like Alexander the Great was. It wasn't... We're going to turtle up. We have, you know, he wanted to be fast and efficient. And it's kind of like Alexander did. So I feel like a lot of people studied him, you know, military history. They studied all of the stuff he did and said, how can I apply that to my situation? And of course they did. I mean, greatest general of all time. But if you've got a gun to my head, right, and you just bang my wife and I'm in the corner and you caught me in the corner, I'm mm -hmm. a ghost. Yes. And I have a ghost boner. Yes. And you ask me, who was closer to Alexander the Great? Was it Hitler or George Washington? It's Hitler. Yeah. Because Alexander was extremely aggressive. Yeah. These were in the days where it was, there really wasn't the retreat option as much. It was, all right, we're going out here and we're doing this whole thing because we have half of our fucking country invading your land. So yeah. it's not like we're going we're gonna to pull back and regroup or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I feel like if we're talking about generals and not just those two, maybe the closest one I can think of is uh, Sherman, who just said, fuck it, we're going forward, we're going to fuck up everything on our path, and we're going to take what we want and burn the rest, and that, that kind of feels like Alexander. Just like, just keep fucking marching forward and kill what we can. And I don't know, okay. I, I may be spitballing there, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll do a show at, about Sherman at some point, uh, or, you know, the Civil War at some point, so... That's maybe getting ahead of ourselves there. Yeah, you don't want to be snowballing on topics like that. Oh, yeah. No, not snowballing, Greg. That's, that's what I do with the hookers. No, s spitballing. Spit. Sp Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, spitballing. Mm. Anyway, 
Don't I look like the gay horse's ass? <laughs> All right. Well, that is Alexander the Great. Thank you guys for listening. Once again, we ask you to subscribe to the podcast. Check us out on social media at 100ProofHistory and at 100ProofHistory.com. Greg, I love you so much. It hurts sometimes. I plutonically feel the same way about you. Good, good. Yes, we're same page. Same page. Same. <laughs> I mean, unless, unless you feel different. Uh, let's just hash this out after the show. All right, see you guys later. I love you. Goodbye. I don't want to say. <laughs> say bye? I don't want to say bye. <laughs> if what's in my heart <laughs> might be leading more to one side than the other. <laughs> <laughs> back then, people were talking about pussy juice. Oh, yeah, back then, you know, they had so such hairy bushes that you couldn't really squirt. It'd all get caught up in it and become a butter because it gets churned. Science. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, let me... Today, the term Celtic generally refers to the languages and respective cultures of Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Cornwall, the Isle of Man, and Brittany. It's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I made your favorite chicken spaghetti and you're not even gonna let me fuck your butt. This is bullshit. Ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna happen. That's what got me into him. Ah, I splashed my ball. Okay, I'm good. You got seltzer in your eye? I got seltzer in my eye. It should warn you before that they do that. It hey, it's coming. Why isn't there a warning on the can about don't pour this in your eyeball? This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. There will be now once I get through with my lawsuit. I'm glad I kept that in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. At the truck stop. <laughs> at the truck stop. <laughs> Working at the truck stop, yeah. <laughs> Just... Replace the snare drum in that song with ass slaps. And <laughs> <laughs> at the drug stop, yeah. <laughs> Don't your hand around it. Sore right there. <laughs> Red hairy dude ass. <laughs> Eating a fucking. Burrito that's been on the rotisserie for like 16 hours. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sitting there <laughs> getting butt fucked by a trucker <laughs> for 30 bucks. <laughs> <laughs>